Welcome to the Poetry Podcast with Magnus Basharat. Genetics by Sinead Morrissey. Genetics isn't really about genetics in any scientific or biological fashion. Through the description of the hands and fingers in the poem, an implied genetic link between the narrator and her parents is made explicit. The science of genetics can feel abstract and complex. Mapping chromosomes is itself a very complex science. But the narrator's hands and fingers, under contemplation and close study, remind her of her parents, and they then become present in her. Hands and fingers become a metaphor of family togetherness and unity, and act as a counterbalance to the reality of her parents' lives. They are no longer together, but the narrator's hands and fingers will always act as physical representation of togetherness. My father's in my fingers, but my mother's in my palms, reads like a simple statement of physical likeness. Physical characteristics of the narrator's father and mother have been repeated in her own fingers and palms. The butt in the middle of the line, acting as a fulcrum, is an early hint of the antagonism and tension that is alluded to later in the poem between father and mother. The expression to hold someone in the palm of your hand usually implies a situation where one person has great power over another. But the mother-daughter relationship here seems equitable and mutual. Palmistry is the ancient practice of reading someone's palm to tell their fortune, a practice that is found all over the world and has many different cultural variations. But rather than reading her life's fortune in her palm, the narrator sees her mother. Look at them with pleasure shows an unambiguous joy for the associations that the fingers and palms trigger in her. Made me by my hands is an interesting development of being handmade, which usually implies authenticity of the made object and the skill that went into its manufacturer. I know my parents made me by my hands, presents the hands rather like a hallmark on a piece of silver, which attests to its authenticity and identifies its maker. Repelled to separate lands begins with a very violent verb. If something is described as repellent, it is highly offensive, and to repel an army in a battle or as part of an invasion is the consequence of violent struggle. Separate hemispheres implies that her parents have found a great deal of physical distance between them, whether deliberate or otherwise we aren't sure. But if they sleep with other lovers, the suggestion is that the narrator's parents are no longer physically together. But in me they touch is the central metaphor that runs throughout the poem. The daughter's fingers and hands are physical manifestations of parental togetherness and love from the past. Friends who quarry for their image by a river is a complex image. Quarry 
suggest digging deep into the ground to try and mine something valuable. And the river denotes transience, the passing of time, but also things being washed away. Their image is that of the narrator's parents, whose time together will be remembered differently and mean different things to friends from the past. All of them will have recollections and impressions which will be partly true and partly misremembered. At least I know their marriage by my hands is the narrator's material and physical demonstration that her parents were together, married and had a child, despite how the past might be differently reinterpreted by friends of either her mother's or father's. I shape a chapel where a steeple stands, recalls the children's rhyming finger play. Here's a church, here's a steeple, where the index fingers join at the tip to form a steeple and the fingers locked underneath are turned over to represent people. So the narrator's parents were married in a chapel and her fingers and palms are locked together with fingers and palms indivisibly. Demure, before a priest reciting psalms, recalls the poet's Irish Catholic roots, with demure suggesting a poise and quiescence, a traditional marriage. My body is their marriage register, is offered as a physical counter to the signing of the marriage register, where recently made husband and wife sign their names together in the sight of witnesses as a legal act. But the narrator's body is a physical sign of her parents' union, and reenacting their wedding with her hands is the repeated assertion that her fingers and palms and her finger rhyming a chapel and steeple brings her back to that moment of union between them that later created her. The five three-line stanzas feel very circular with palms, fingers and hands repeated and the open vowel sound rhymes at the end of each line create a trapped feeling with palms, psalms, hands, stands, lands, as we return to the same rhyme at the end of another short line. The final stanza, however, opens up the poem in terms of subject matter, but perhaps not rhyme. The narrator moves out of the circular obsession with her fingers and palms and agrees, so take me with you, to someone with whom she wants to mirror in bodies of the future so a lover or partner with whom she will create a living person who will look like them, who will have their shared features as she has the fingers and palms of her parents. The final line is a near repetition of the third line, but the we know our parents is a development from I know my parents, as there is now someone else involved in this genetic transformation. Bequeath has an almost archaic ring to it, as its legal definition means giving something, which usually means material goods or money, to your children or grandchildren. But here there is no money being handed to the next generation, but the fingers and palms that will show who the parents are forever. Thank you for listening to the Poetry Podcast. More podcast episodes in the series are available from Apple Podcasts, Spotify or whichever podcast player you use. Don't forget to follow or subscribe so you can stay in touch and we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now. 